Yo, Eagles Nation, stand up. Another grease ball night in Philly. 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 Thanks. Hey, hey. Episode 102, people. Two out of three ain't bad, is what Meatloaf says. R.I.P. to that dude. We are Sans V today. Uh, she'll be back next week. She is being the adult of the crew today. So Justin and I are here. To be children. Yes, to be children. <laughs> so that's what we're doing. Um, we've got kind of like a crossover today, Grease Pole Gear Freaks, and uh, we're going to do a little uh, little wrestling yeah. in today's episode, too. So there is that. Um, loaded Gear Freaks episode coming at you, too, after this, by the way, which will drop tomorrow. Um Live over on YouTube, if you follow the Gear Freaks YouTube page. I'm not doing good at English these last five <laughs> seconds. But um, thanks for being here as well. Um, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, so, Gear Freaks crossover segment, obviously. Birds came out with some new swag this weekend, dude. This is a thing that happened. Okay, so before we get into the negatives, because that's all there is. <laughs> right, though? <laughs> let's, let's swing the one positive thing. That yes. we know about this helmet is it is only for one year. That yeah. So and it it's, it's weird, dude, because we wore last year the black pants mm-hmm. against Denver, and we like the black pants. The black yeah. pants were a nice look. Mm-hmm. I like full disclosure, hate the road whites, can't stand them. Cheeks, awful gimmick. But I'm kind of tired of the black alternates too. Like it's not even that they look bad. It's just like this is 2022. <laughs> Yes. Not 2002. Yes. And it just, there's this weird theme now where the NFL's like, all right, you know, you can have more than one color helmet. So everybody's just like, let's all do black. <laughs> it's everybody. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what gets me, dude, is like, you can't, you can't have the Eagles helmet without green, dude. You think the Eagles, you think green. Yeah. You know, like, even, even if it's going to be your midnight green. Yeah, it's got to be one of the greens. It's it gotta has be green. to be, and the, it's funny because over time, the helmet itself has actually evolved to such a dark shade of green that if you see it in just the right or wrong shade of light, depending <laughs> on how you look at it, they almost look black anyway. Yeah. So what have you really done? We've just said fuck it. We're gonna let's let's just make the shit black. Yeah. Like no, don't, don't, <laughs> don't. I, you know what would have been cool? Gray, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, something. like it. Go back to even go. We rocked white helmets back in like the sixties. Do that with a green. Like, I don't know, man. I'm just tired of the blackouts, dude. It, We've done this for twenty years. It's tired. Yeah, and it isn't creative anymore. No, it, it's not. It barely was then. It was just new, right? And it was like, oh, cool. Like that's different. I like that. Yeah, we it, put all these effort into like because the birds are not historically a team that takes a ton of chances gear wise like there's not a lot of alternates there going on there's just not 2010 like we wore the kelly green throwbacks to honor the 50th anniversary of the 1960 championship game 
those were sweet, but there's not a lot really there. So it's like, all right, well, while we can, let's just lean into this just a little bit more. <laughs> like, just leave it all be until the Kelly Greens come back next yeah. year. Leave it alone. If if you don't want to be creative, then just don't have an alternate helmet. That's year. it, dude. Why that, why have one? Because we're allowed. Because if you're allowed to do something naturally, you should. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, well, then why not bring the Kelly Greens this year? That is exactly. You already announced it. Yeah. Well, we got to wait till next year for the jersey for whatever reason. Okay. It's like we couldn't have just we couldn't have, we couldn't have had this ready. Jeff Laurie was like the, the the owner that petitioned the league like <laughs> for this. He's our owner. Yeah. You, you didn't have this in the vault just in case? No. No. But you know what we do have? Black helmets. I I don't know, man. The only only teams that should be doing black like I feel like and you know, we'll talk in depth about the, the helmets themselves, but yeah. like speaking in, in just uniforms in general. The only teams that should really be doing any kind of black, like the Panthers, can get away with black. Number one, it's kind of always been there. Right. It's they rock black jerseys regularly. So it's like, okay, cool. Makes like, sense. This is this is fine. The mm-hmm. the Panther is black anyway. Cool. Right. The Raiders. They can rock yes. black. Uh-huh. Because the silver and black. Yep. That's their colors. Yep. Where is black in anything but the outline of the Eagles? <laughs> that, <laughs> I've asked myself this question for the last 72 hours, friend. And <laughs> it's weird because they put out this thing like I got an alert a few hours ago on my phone, like, available. No. Nah. <laughs> and I was like, I probably should, but I'm not gonna. Why? Like, <laughs> like because no. I'm weird. Like, I feel like I'm contractually obligated. Yeah, like, it's like, you're not. I, I, like I, no, I'm not. I need next to. Next year. Yeah. Save yeah. the pennies for next year. Yes, exactly. Like, because I'm just gonna load up. Like when the Kelly Greens come out, though, mm-hmm. watch out. Because I like, dude, I'm going nuts. Unless the team stinks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, which entirely possible. Yeah, but I'm just like, man, I don't know, dude. Like these will probably be a novelty years from now. Like when the Flyers wore pants in '82, '83. <laughs> but it's like I, I just don't. I don't even hate them. I don't even think they're like awful to look at they're not aesthetically unpleasing like v was like i actually kind of like them i'm like they're not i don't hate them they don't make me want to vomit but it's just like i can't it's the eagles it's got to be green at least here's the thing if you're gonna do it at least make the goddamn wing green or at least outline it in green there has to be a green there green somewhere there's got to be make the cage green and instead of it's just all black and light so now you're gonna eliminate the one color that is the most important out of the team's color scheme. The team that it like identifies with it. The specific shade. Mm-hmm. We brought that. Nobody else wears midnight green. Jeff Laurie brought it in just because, just for us. I want to rebrand. And now, eh, no, black and white's good. <laughs> Come on. The fuck, dude. Come on. The NFL finally lightens up and says, yeah, you know what? Multiple shells. Yeah, go have this fun. Cool. Have fun. Yeah. Everybody's like, all right. <laughs> we'll do black. We've been waiting for this. <laughs> yeah. We've been waiting for 2003 all over again. <laughs> and <laughs> like when everybody decides, even teams that don't require bl- have black helmets, mm-hmm. get black helmets. Just, just a bummer. It's dude. It, yeah. I saw that and I was like, oh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I expected, but I also was 
maybe a little that. little more little more v- variables in color yeah. i don't know why i couldn't get that word out <laughs> but it yeah dude it like come on man i it's and the thing is like knew this was coming and i don't know what i expected i don't know because i like black eagles helmet. you know the helmet's not going to change so it's simply in your mind you go okay the green's going to be black now mm. kind of hard to not get a visual of that yeah. but it's like okay then they come out and i'm just like eh. mm-hmm. somehow i was hoping that my head pictures were lying to me and that it would look cooler <laughs> yeah but wait it's just it's it's exactly what i imagined it's not offensive it's just it's just there why it's just there why it and i guess you know i guess part of it is my weighty expectations weighing it down you know so yeah. that's not fair but at the same time this is kind of what the franchise has built itself on. Yeah. Is is green. <laughs> yeah. This dude, I mean even before Jeff Lurie bought the team, like it, it was green, but he this he rebranded it with the midnight green. I mean like I, I was half joking about the gray before, but at least gray was present as part of the uniform at one point. Dude, I'd be good with gray. It's something different. Like my thing is honestly like I think you could have saved the helmet if it had just a shade of green. Yeah. Whether it be the outline, whether it be to make the whole, I think the whole wing green would have been excessive. Make the cage green. I think the outline would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. There's something there. There's yeah. a little nod. It's like when, when Tampa had the shot clock numbers yeah. and they did the little creamsicle orange right here. It's an homage. Yeah. I mean, it looked fucking terrible when they did it, <laughs> yes. but it, I mean, they tried. It's yeah. Well, let's put that's it. Let's (laughs) try nine shades of color on our uniform that has alarm clock numbers. Anyway, like, (laughs) what are we doing? Thank God they abandoned those quickly. Yeah, and well, and thank goodness the uh, creamsicles are coming back next year as their alternates. Yes, dude. So yes, but again, like, what's the hold? Why? Why next year? (laughs) I don't get it. I mean, just just to fuck with us, just to tease us. I mean, this has only been going around. There's only been a petition going around online for like ten years. I signed <laughs> oh. that thing, by the way. <laughs> so, and and like that's that's the whole reason why Jeff Laurie like bro, like hey, I'd I'd like this as a rule to you know whatever. That's the whole reason. So naturally, it makes sense when it goes through to not have them ready to go. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, dude. They drive me nuts. The season OTAs haven't even started yet. We talked about <laughs> the Flyers last week. Yeah, you know, it's like here we go. Here we go. We're ramping up this shit season. <laughs> First Eagles news is, yeah. well, you fucked up the helmet. Yeah. Here's black. And you're like, oh. Cry. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought I wanted the midnight green to go away. <laughs> but maybe that's what this is. <laughs> it's yeah. like softening the blow. Like, yeah. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, dude. Here's black. Don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> like, no, I'm not ready for it to go yet. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's it's then it set in. It was like, okay, so we've got about another eight, nine months to see what the Kelly until we know what the Kelly greens look like. Yeah. Are they gonna be like a complete like refresh like we've seen other teams do, or are they gonna be like we're gonna tweak some stuff? So I don't know. I like to see like a modern a modernized version of it. Just yeah. to kind of you know, let's do something different. Yeah, well, you know, but you can't you can't just go back and do the same thing. That's the one thing that's been working is the modernization of the retro look yeah dude is bringing it to 2022 and being like oh cool that's that's neat i like the way you did that right so i don't know what that it like if that's a combination of you know the wing like 
because I there I feel like there's a difference in the the Randall Cunningham wing versus the Donovan McNabb wing. There is. I you know maybe that's maybe you're bringing the McNabb wing to the Kelly Greens or something. I don't know. Yeah, and I actually so I think the I think the wing itself looks better now. Yeah. Like the the Randall Cunningham the Kelly Green wing was cool, but it's the wing now looks way cooler. You got an outline there. I mean, it did before too, but it's more of a dope looking wing now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Eagles fans have been saying that for years. You can even leave the leave the jerseys the same. Just bring back bring back the shade. Yeah. Even leave the number fonts. Aside. I'd rather see the number fonts change because <laughs> if you leave everything the same, that is lazy as fuck. <laughs> but like it, I don't know, man. Just, I don't know. Something's got to change. Yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be nice. <laughs> but, you know, we'll find out in, like, April of next year. Yeah. You know? In the meantime, black helmets. Yes. Yay. At least at least it's only three games, too. That's the other thing. Yeah, I know. But it's just like, why? Did they already pick the three games that they're wearing them in? Not that I saw. But okay. it'll probably be like like we played. It'll probably be like for a Jacksonville game. It'll probably This is random shit. I don't know. One of them in that, like... One of them will probably be, oh, fucking Christ. Okay, so I bet you right now what one of them will be. Mark my words, week two, prime time, at the link, home opener, Monday night football against Minnesota. Mm. That'll probably be it because they like to roll the blackouts out yeah. at night because, you know, it's when they play it at nighttime, it's dark outside, so that's black uniform time, you know, because blackouts at night. And, yeah. V. Contrarian V. She likes them. I know she did. You, oh, she comment like yeah, I, like it. I don't hate them. It's just I don't like. I wouldn't say our helmet's iconic, dude. But I think it's got an identity. Yeah, and I don't think you can fuck with it. No. Leave it green. That is that's a great point. I I I don't know where I would rank it, but it would have to be probably in the top twenty five of all time. Like I mean. High enough to be like, don't fuck with it. Yeah. But like not so high that it's like untouchable. Right. Like it's kind of costumey in a mm-hmm. way. But then, I mean, so is like the, the, the Bengals helmets the same way. Yeah. You know, that yeah. that's definitely costumey. Yeah. But it, like it, it makes them unique too. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know, man. It, I think a black helmet works too. Like a black helmet looks good, but it looks good for like the Ravens. It looks yeah. good on the Falcons. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look good for everybody, dude. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah. As we'll discuss, gear freaks. Yes. So yeah, a lot Lots of, of that. A lot of gear talk to come. Yeah, because we just took a, a way back machine trip to twenty years ago in high school <laughs> over the weekend. So. There's that. The birds reveal black helmets, and we're trying to figure out why the hell we're still doing black alternates. Um, big wrestling news over the weekend. VKM out as WWE uh, chairman, which, uh, yeah, dude. Quick thoughts on that. Uh, it's it's fun times, it, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's double-edged. Because, number one, is it the end times? <laughs> Because right. I didn't think I think he was going to I thought he was going to die. Yeah, me I too. Mean, now, clearly, it's because of, you know, the scandal. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. at 77, he's like, OK, I can't I can't do both. Right. Um, And I'm glad that he had somebody go. Yeah, you, you got to you got to bow out, man. <laughs> like, you yes. got to get the fuck out of here. And I'm glad that he was smart enough to do that. Um, 
I don't, he didn't have a choice though, did he? Especially being publicly traded now, like that. If they weren't publicly traded anymore, this he, probably would have been swept under the rug like everything else. Yeah, yeah, which is gross. Yeah, and, and you know, this is very difficult because you know the gross things he's done. He's done these gross things on television. Yes, but at the same time, yes. like he's responsible for me enjoying wrestling, like. Yeah. I don't know how to manage the two. Yeah. Um, it's we like I cause I I'm totally that douchebag that would argue like he kinda had a hand in ruining it. But it's also like you can't argue with the fact that he's the most successful promoter. Yeah. Like you can't. That's inarguable. Mm-hmm. And I fucking hate the guy. Yeah. But I I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. You know? Uh so it's I mean, again, for me, being from the North, like being a WWF guy. Yeah. I mean, he's the one who put it in my you face. You grow up with it, right. So it's like, without that, I'm not a wrestling fan. I kind so. of hope they get back to, though, and again, I don't watch it like I used to, but I, I hope they get back to, I don't know, man, more of a realistic vibe. So, you know, here's here's the things that are pointing towards that number one the rumors rumor mill two weeks ago even before vince stepped away was that at least raw is is going back to tv 14 which is okay. a, a step in the right direction depending yeah. on, on what you hope for out of the out of the uh programming i'm with it uh i think for raw like it would be helpful because three yeah. hours is is a sludge fest and if you can be yes. a little bit more racy, yeah. I think it'll help, you know, help, yeah. you know, even if you just up. do like, like they used to have the war zone back in the day or whatever it is. I mean, there was no noticeable difference then, but something like that, make your last hour that or whatever. Cause I mean, some of those three hour nitros cheeks. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, By the time they went to three hours in 99. Yeah. <laughs> How many Mike Enos and oh. Kenny chaos matches can you watch? Yeah. You no, know? thanks. Pass. Yeah, right. Um, the other thing was they announced today that Triple H is going to be taking over creative. So if you... Man, he lucked out, huh? He played his card smart. So if you never watched like Black and Gold NXT, then you don't know what to expect. But I did. I, I mean, I've heard nothing but good things. Um, it to, Overall. From what I can gather, a little bit more creative freedom for the wrestlers which Which is is good always a good thing yeah you can't hand nobody like if i've never been in a fight in my life where somebody comes up and hands you a paper and goes here's what you say to this person you're about to engage in i I mean (laughs) you know like there's so many good talkers right now so many good talkers and you know the the really great talkers already have the freedom and you can tell yeah because it, it feels real, I can imagine. So, Which is supposed to be the beauty of it. That's the beauty when done right. Yeah, if you let everybody kind of have that. And sure, there, there's going to be people who go out there and bomb. But then they're not ready for it. Sink or swim, dude. Yeah. So, so you know, what's... Right. It, I'd rather somebody go out and bomb than somebody go out and have some stilted promo. Yes, exactly, dude. That isn't... You know, I get what you're trying to do, but also it's not, not doing what you hope it what you think and or hope it is right i mean it's weird again because overall i've enjoyed the product yeah but i have definitely it's definitely no longer must watch 
Right. SmackDown still feels must watch. Um, but Raw hasn't been. There was a good period right after Mania, I feel like, where I was like, oh, shit, like, really? This is good. Yeah. And then. You uh, always had that coming off of Mania, though. Yeah. You know? So it's like, yeah, you know, um, maybe this makes it must watch again. It's going to take time to go into effect. One of the things I'd like to see is, like, can we not. And this is just, I mean, I, I don't know, but like little things, like everybody's not a superstar. You can call them wrestlers. You can call it a belt, call it a hospital, not a medical facility. <laughs> you know, refer to them as straps, championships, whatever you want to call them. Like, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. They're fans. They're not the universe. <laughs> like, it's just that, just the that branding. One. Yeah, dude. Like, it, 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 I could do without that. Like, if those types of things start being changed, even that for me would be like, whoa, okay. Well, that's the funny like again speaking to like the people that you can tell have the creative freedom when cody came back uh every other word out of out of his mouth is wrestler hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> and you know he, so it's like and he doesn't do the thing where oh i said wrestler he just does it yeah naturally well Bec he's dusty's kid so yeah but like the thing i've always said and like this should be even more so now is I remember people saying really early, like legends doing this edge specifically on the ENC pod used to say, it's always better to ask for forgiveness. Yes. Just go out and speak Amen. your heart and it will work. Better and to if ask it forgiveness and permission. If, yeah. if it doesn't work, then you take your ass chewing and you figure it out. Right. You go from there. But the chances are, is it'll probably work. Yes. And if it does. You're made. Yep. You know, and now these decisions won't be Vince's anymore, but like Vince, you talk to Vince through money. Yeah. If you're about to make him money. He's good. <laughs> Austin 316. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm going to give it a couple weeks and I'm probably going to give it a shot just, just to see. Just, I mean, I would love for them to reel me back in, dude. I grew up a huge wrestling fan. Like yeah. I would love, like pull me back in, please. I loved when I was into the NWA a couple years ago and then COVID happened and I stopped giving a shit because I lost everybody. Yeah. Pretty much. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Aldis is still there, but who else? You know? So, I don't even know anymore. Murdoch, but, eh. Yeah. Everybody else kind of left, and it's like, all right, so I'm like... Cardona, Um, but he got hurt, so he had to relinquish the title. But uh, Cardona's on some, on some Cardona shit. Like, <laughs> I can't believe how awesome he's he's been doing. Like, yeah. And when I say that, I just I mean that as somebody who's looking from afar because I haven't seen any of the stuff. I just right. I can see that he's out there making a name for himself and like doing the damn thing. Hard to hate on him, you know. Go do it. Yeah. And, Go do you. And like he's he's very much playing on, you know. WWE was was my creative. Like WWE was my uh, training. Right. And he's gone out and he's just, and of course he's trying to get back. Yeah. Of course. Good for him. You know, I don't, I, I'm not mad at anybody. I wanted to hate on him, but because I, there was plenty to hate on. Right. But he got released, and instead of sitting around crying, he went and fucking worked his ass yeah. off. Yeah. But uh, you know, that's conversations for for a different day and a different program. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm, I wanted to get your thoughts really quick because I'm geeked when I saw that. Like it's uh, you know obviously the whole backstory is just fundamentally gross, but it's like you know what. You kind of awaited for this day for a while, and it's like mm -hmm. you earmark it for like maybe that's when I'll give him a chance again. Yeah. And now that it's it's happened, like okay, the clock's ticking. Maybe I'll I'll give him a I'll give him another go. So Steph is in charge, and then Ugh. 
I get it though. I guess I also hate Triple H. <laughs> oh, okay, I was one of those dudes. I, the I character never or Paul Levesque. Him as a human being doesn't seem terrible. I think he finessed his way into the spot, though. I think if you probably, not that I care, <laughs> but I think if you probably ask him, do you really love Steph? He'd probably, eh. I mean, at this point, I'd imagine 20 years in. like, Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I don't think it was, I don't think it started with great intentions. Maybe no, not. it's probably, I mean, which I don't care. It's their lives. Yeah. But I view him more as a politician than like, like WWE Vince and them like Triple H like is he like he's not on the rush more. He was like he got a shit ton of heat, but what's funny about Trips is I I agree. I don't think he's like a Rushmore guy. I don't think he but like it it doesn't work without him. He's one of those guys. Like he's For sure. he wanted so badly to be Ric Flair. He's not Ric Flair. Yes. But like he's he is critically important to the business. Like his character is critically important yeah. to yeah. At, at least WWE. It is. I just always like I never viewed him as like the same tier as like Austin Rock Undertaker. Like he's a tier two guy. He's to me. He's right there. Like he's you know, Angle would be right at that next level. I and, love and Angle. Angle rules. Yeah. But that's where Trips is. Like yeah. right right around there. Um, like it's funny as time goes on, Trips might eke into my ten. Okay. He has like he has the matches. Right. Like it's just you have to kind of get over because he, he, he kind of plays this pompous windbag dick like mm-hmm. the entire time. Yeah. And then he pulls out the golden shovel and buries people. It's also really hard for me to get over him and staying at Mania. Oh yeah, that not still, his call, but yes. no, I know. But that was one of the few, like especially adult me, where I was like, like I don't get it. Like, like why you bring back Sting just to? I mean, right. I, I also get it because Vince wanted to petty as fuck. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like this is WCW taking one more L. Yeah, like we get it. You won, man. <laughs> so. Good for you. But yeah, it was fun to watch Vince take an L. Yeah. It was very fun. Yes. I'm glad. I like when pieces of shit go down in flames. Yeah. It yeah. makes me very happy. Um, we like drafts here on the pod. And um, since we've been doing uh, Lay WCW to Rest on the hashtag WrestlePals. Oh, we got to get pod, uh, the July one. We yeah. do. We do. Shout out to Curtis, yeah. uh, the third guy that is doing. He's the, the third man. The third. <laughs> <laughs> that's a perfect way of putting it, actually. I yeah. should have. That's better than the third guy, because that <laughs> makes him sound like a third wheel, which he is not at all. Shout out, Curtis. Um, would you like to draft WCW pay-per-views really quick, since we do drafts here on the pod? Yeah, so when you say WCW pay-per-views, are you talking year-specific or just event? I was thinking just the event. Just the event. Just the event, yeah. Okay. Um. So are we doing... I was going to, I was, see, I had in mind like when they kind of went to 12. I mean, it could be anything, I guess, but like late 90s, Monday Night Wars, like the boom period. Cause I, I, this was the fun period for me. And like, I've always been curious, like, how these things stack up for people. Yeah. Okay. I know this, I might be reaching here, but if I don't take it here, there's no way I get it. And I have to because of the set. Because Jericho and Guerrero happened here. I think Guerrero and Mysterio happened here. I got to go Halloween Havoc. Damn it, man. I have to. Such a good fucking call. Because it's, again, 
Is it a number one overall pick? I don't know, but also it's a safe choice. It is. That was one of the ones. Um, that's one of my favorites. Like you were saying, it's the set alone. And that's one of the underrated things about this conversation. WCW had the best looks for their pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. I know most of them came from Tupelo, Mississippi or Baton Rouge <laughs> yeah. or, you know, Moline, Illinois or wherever. Mm-hmm. But they had the dopest sets. Everything looked so cool. Every event felt different, mm-hmm. which is not the case now where just the entire budget gets thrown at Mania. Yeah, everything well, else is SummerSlam. Like, SummerSlam oh, in they? stadiums now. Okay, so is the Rumble. Actually, I think Survivor Series may have been. They were trying to get Money in the Bank in a stadium this year in Vegas, and it just it doesn't have the juice yet. It was on the same weekend as as an MMA event in Vegas. Oh yeah, so they had to go to a smaller venue. Yeah, yeah, they're not overtaking UFC in Vegas. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it makes sense. They want to get you know the Power Five back. You know what I mean? Which money in the bank is the natural fifth one. Um, All right. You want Halloween Havoc first overall. I'm going to, I'm going to, that kind of mucks up my strategy a little bit here. Um, I'm going to go with my first round of the pay-per-view from the month we're in now. We're on the end of July. Give me Bash at the Beach. Bash at the Beach. You want to talk about sets, dude? Yeah. Kevin Sullivan, Chris Benoit fighting, smacking each other with surfboards and shit. (laughs) Like, I love that pay-per-view, dude. I love it. There was that weird year in 95 where they actually had it on a beach, mm-hmm. you know? Like, <laughs> Thankfully, we were doing 96. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Like, once we got post that year, yeah. post lifeguard match or whatever the <laughs> fuck that was, it got kind of cool for a few years. But, yeah, I bash at the beach always made me happy. It feels like summertime. It makes me think of Maguire Sosa back in the day. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Good yep. times, dude. Give me bash at the beach. Um, This is going to be another reach. But this was like the second one I thought of, and it, it takes me back to like when I first got into WCW. It takes me back to, again, we talk about like looking different. Um, and the NWO had just come on the scene, and hey, we're going to do our own show. I'm going, uh, I'm going specifically NWO sold out. Okay. Because like they, it was completely NWO. That The first one was completely NWO. Yeah. Which in the coming months would start to get aggravating. Yes. But at the time when they did, it was like, Oh man, that's cool. And like, it even had a different look and feel. Yeah. It had different announcers. Like everything about it was NWO related. Yep. And it was like, man, that is cool. Like they are trying to take over this company and here's them doing that. Yeah. It made it feel real. It made it feel like a renegade company of dudes. Cause they would, they had the NWO dudes from what I remember vaguely, they would just have them commentating and mm-hmm. just shitting on all the WCW guys. Yep. You know, and it was like, it was cool. It looked cool. The colors were all like the NWO was awesome. Yeah. When it first happened. And then you look up six months later and it's nine limos. Yes. Full of dudes. And Stevie you're like, Ray's there. And it's like, mm, yeah, I like Stevie Ray, but why is he in the NWO? Right. This makes no sense. You know, why the fuck is Vincent still around? Yes. You know, well, to get beat up, <laughs> yeah, to eat pinfalls. Yes. Um, all right. Second round. Of, I think, what do you want to do? Four rounds like a Rushmore? Yeah, that um, sounds about right. Give me a. Uh, sentimental to me this was the first pay-per-view i ever ordered uh or not me personally i convinced my parents to order for me give me great american bash Mm -hmm. speaking of summertime um it the historical value there um a very very aggressive america set um that would make uh that would make people happy these days (laughs) um at least a certain pocket of people 
And it's it's sentimental for me. The very first uh, 97 was the very first pay-per-view I ever saw live. It was on Father's Day. And uh, it was Savage Page 2 when they mm. had they had their feud going on at the time. And I just always, since that, it's one of those weird monumental moments you remember as a kid. Like, you always, when you grew up a wrestling fan, like, you always wanted a pay-per-view. And you didn't have a job, so you had to convince yeah. your parents to buy it. So the first time you saw one live, you were like... <gasps> what like oh this is nothing that will ever happen in my life will be this moment right here my excitement and then you figure out that nine-year-old you isn't that smart and doesn't have that much figured out so that's not entirely true but it was as fun as my life got at the time (laughs) all right so third round um i'm just doing some quick research here there's a lot still on the board yeah i gotta go starcade here um, God damn it! Because was it ninety seven? That's where Hogan Sting happens. Yeah, like the beginning of the end, essentially. Yeah, like the end of the greatest storyline in wrestling history, and I, I have no qualms saying that. Hundred percent. Sting dude. against the NWO is the greatest thing wrestling has ever done. Yep. And they mucked it up with the with the finish of the match, but like it was still salvageable. Yeah, it was everything that happened afterwards that mm-hmm. fucked everything up. Yeah. So just for the culmination itself, Sting and Hogan, Sting finally winning the championship off of off of Hollywood Hulk Hogan, Starcade. That should have been that felt dude like 9-10 year old me. That was like the biggest thing I ever thought was going to happen cuz they had built to that match so perfectly. Mhm. Just to I mean that literally like that had such a big fight feel to it. Yep and wcw you're gonna wcw <laughs> they have to and you're just like Can't help themselves yeah you're like dude what the fuck man <laughs> so yeah but that's i mean that's that's the the starcade was their wrestlemania mm-hmm. so it makes sense um third round speaking of dope sets um give me spring stampede i always like this one yeah always like this one that's um, gonna be my next one very uh very like kind of western vibes southwest um this was all this for me this always seemed like and i don't have like every lineup in front of me this always seemed like a very cruiserweight heavy pay-per-view like i think i remember blitzkrieg and somebody <laughs> having a really good blitzkrieg. match ultimo dragon who was my fucking dude had a really good match with somebody i think in 97 like it's just it's it's not one of the one of the huge WCW ones, but I always liked it. I always had a solid set, and it's a cool fucking name, Spring Stampede. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be my third rounder for my squad. Uh, I've got two here. Same, because I I can't call on any matches. Is the problem at the top of my dome? I'm gonna go Fall Brawl. God damn it! Because I feel like. They shouldn't have been main eventing, but I remember like being hyped. For, I think it was Hogan and Piper at Fall Brawl '96, maybe. May, it may have been '97, but I know that was mostly Hogan Sting, like yeah. leading to Hogan Sting. But there was a Hogan and Piper that was good, right? Some, I'm almost positive it was Fall Brawl. I think it was too. And you also with that you get War Games. Yes. So value play. That's why I was fall brawl was the the tiebreaker that I was hoping for ah. out of the two. I had two left. Um, I'm going to go with the other WCW gimmick pay per view. 
give me world war three that was my other one <laughs> um i have to just because it it like at the time i like obviously you go to appreciate the rumble as you get older and i, mm-hmm. I never like shit on the rumble but i was like wcw is so much cooler <laughs> you have twice the people in three <laughs> rings and then you like you're our age now you know you're adults. like oh it's actually a clusterfuck what a mess <laughs> What a mess. You can't watch any of it. Look at Cyclope out there <laughs> yes. just sitting in the corner. Like, it's just the cheeks match. It's terrible. And can't they, wait till we get there. Yeah, dude. And the best part of World War Three was, unlike the Rumble, where you build the anticipation for each wrestler to come out, mm-hmm. World War Three, their entrance was just bring everybody out of the back at once. Yep. <laughs> and they're all just walking down. And like the David Pinzer, the mic dude, is just trying to announce as everybody's walking down. You're like, why are you even bothering, man? Here's Chris Jericho. Here's Blue Screen. Here's- <laughs> yeah, and you're like, old Dandy. <laughs> Probably old Dandy's own, only pay-per-view appearance. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I'll run it down. Uh, my oh, overall shit. number one pick was Halloween Havoc. You went with Bash at the Beach. I followed up with NWO Sold Out. You went with Great American Bash. Good summertime fun there. Yeah. I then went to the wintertime Starcade. You went to the springtime Spring Stampede. And then we both went fall. Uh, my number four overall was Fall Brawl. And yours was World War Three. World War Three. That funny was fun. That both of our fours, like, I was going to take World War Three, And I was at the last second, I was like, ah, oh, let me go Fall Brawl. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I was weird because I was looking. I almost went Starcade in the second when I took Great American Bash just because of the value. But I was mm-hmm. like, no. Yeah, because I, I don't want. Starcade's the value play, but it would have hurt more if Great American Bash got away from me. <laughs> so that's okay. how I felt about Havoc. Yeah. Like, Is Havoc a number one overall? I don't know. Debatable. But. If I didn't take it there and then you took it at one, like I wouldn't have taken it in the first round, but I would have taken it in the second. Yeah, I would have taken it. That was that was very high on my radar. They tested really well at the combine. (laughs) I feel like I feel like Havoc is somewhere like a three, four overall. Yeah. So I had to reach. (laughs) But that's the thing is if you know you want it. Yeah. Like that same bit with me. Bash at the beach was like, eh. There's some people that might be like, yeah, no, take that. But I think overall, probably, I had to have it. Mm-hmm. I had to. Especially after you went Havoc. Shocker, Road Wild didn't get picked. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> it's weird because... We went through Sturgis <laughs> when we were on our way to uh, to Deadwood. How was that? I was like, let's not stop. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys are okay. You're white. It's true. But yeah, Harlem Heat was not. They were not okay. Yeah, dude. They uh I it's weird because as a as a kid you don't pick up on those type of things, mm-hmm. but I always loved like the outdoor shows like the Spring Break Nitro. I loved that. I don't know what it was about me as a kid, but I loved that type of shit. Yeah. So I thought Road Wild was cool, and <laughs> then I became an adult and was like, I can hear them. <laughs> yeah. This kind of sucks. Yeah. And who thought this would be a good idea? All you hear is the, the stupid motorcycles the entire time. That's it's like, it, oh, dude. God, I want to watch the wrestling, please. <laughs> yeah. And then you find out, like, Bischoff just let them in for free. The pay-per-view didn't make any money except for the buy rates and you're like, or concessions. And you're like, this is a fucking dumb idea. <laughs> yes. All because Bischoff likes his, motorcycles. His pretty ass wants to rub elbows with mm. old racist Harley dudes. Yep. And you're like, this doesn't seem great business wise. Not that I'm a marketing expert, <laughs> but I think this is pretty obvious. It's just not a smart play. Yeah. 
opening match, throw the black tag team out there. <laughs> and it's like, this These guys is... aren't happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Probably not the tone center you wanted, yeah. you know? But yeah, I love that type of shit. But they ruined it because that was the one where like Jay Leno was and shit. And it just became oh, a God. fucking disaster, yeah. dude. Yeah. So, yep. Road wild. This was fun. Yeah. I love, we miss WCW. We do. Um, those are fun times. I miss when pay-per-view sets used to fucking be awesome, dude. I know that's stupid, but like that. Like, well, that's a cool thing about NXT 2.0. And they started this before they became 2.0. Is they started doing like the in your house set and, oh, and the havoc set and yeah. stuff like that. It was it, it's cool. I mean, they they don't do them as premium live events. They do them as like special editions of NXT. I got you, but still, it's still cool to put put effort into your shows. Mm-hmm. So shit feels different. It looks like, different. Yeah, it sets a vibe for people. You know, make us feel different is all we're asking. Make us feel nostalgic. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, Birds have black helmets. Yay. Popcorn (laughs) fart. And uh, we're going to go talk about more alternates now over on the Gear Freaks page. Follow us uh, at Gear Freaks Pod on IG and Twitter. And uh, subscribe to the Gear Freaks podcast page on YouTube. We're going there to talk about all the new NFL gear changes, including the birds. You can follow this pod at uh, Grease Pole Podcast and subscribe as well on YouTube if that's where you're watching. Rate, review, all that good stuff. We will see you over on Gear Freaks. We will see you here next week. As always, go birds. Yo, how'd Barkley put it? <laughs> Looking like another grease pole night in Philly. 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 Philly.